Raymond, it is report card day. Your professor of fanalism, he's in the building, and I am here to give out some grades. But first, Raymond, I want your, your grade. What do you give the 49ers free agency? I think from start to finish, it's it's collectively an A for me. Well, I mean, what'd you think? I totally agree. Now, what about the rest of the NFC West? How do you think they did? I'm going to give them all a, a solid, fat, red F. Okay. And uh, does, did, did you look them up? Did you look up the moves that they did to come to that? Not at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> all right. There you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> You're Professor Fanalism. That's what I give. A, a for the Niners, F for the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Cardinals. F, big fat F. All right, Raymond. Now, where, if uh, the people want to find the Goldcast, they want to find where we're handing out these report cards, where can they find us? You can get your own personal report card at the 49, at, at, on Instagram, <laughs> at the at the Goldcast. <laughs> and you can also follow us on Twitter at the underscore Goldcast. And um, you're not really, we're not really giving out free personal report cards, just uh, want to clarify that. <laughs> And if you want to subscribe to us, you want to go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere that podcasts are syndicated, we can be found there. All you have to do is like, subscribe, and comment if you're on the YouTubes, because that is how you communicate with the algorithm over there. And make sure to hit the little notification bell to make sure that you get notified when we go live on the line, as we say. We are never... We are not just on the internet we are on the line of the internet the actual line of the internet that plugs the the line that goes across the interwebs you know like there's an equator on earth there's all there's a line on the internet we are on that line all the time every time we go live on the line so subscribe <laughs> follow like let's hear from you goldcast nation all right huge episode Today we actually were gonna rec- we were gonna we were supposed to record this on Thursday, but it ended up it ended up we had some we had some scheduling conflicts. But we are back, and this is going to be another extension, more free agency talk. Lots of the the hugest signings of last week, of course. We're talking about Trent Williams and Alex Mack. We're going to get into it. Though. We're going to talk about everything that the Niners did and uh, what the future may hold for the franchise. But first. The greatest cold cast intro in the game is about to drop. You're a professor of fanalism. I'm in the building. The greatest fanalist in the game. He's here too. Class is in session. Let's go. San Francisco, are you ready? This is the gold cast. Boom. Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa first, baby. Boom! Raymond, what a monster, monster free agency period for the 49ers. I mean, I I don't know about you. I, I, I don't think we just won. I don't think we just had a great free agency. I believe we won free agency. And actually, I found that the Niners showed up on a lot of different lists uh, as far as winning, quote unquote, winning free agency. I thought this team improved. I thought they got better. I thought they shored up that O-line, add a little bit of depth to the D-line. I mean, and just top to bottom, 
this the John Lynch went out and handled business. He made business moves. And so, Raymond, let's get into it. Let's start with uh, with uh, drop to for the Goldcast Nation. Everything that we did, what happened for the throughout the rest of the week of last week and into today. Well, the biggest one is obviously that we signed Trent Williams to a six-year extension, although there is some adjustments with that contract. It's essentially two years commitment with uh, the Niners have outs in the latter four years of that contract, but it was for a total of $138 million and more than Jimmy Garoppolo. $55.1 million of that is guaranteed. He gets a $30 million signing bonus and is officially the highest paid offensive lineman in NFL history. And that was followed up with the signing of Alex Mack, an all-six-time Pro Bowl center who played for the Cleveland Browns and most recently the Atlanta Falcons, both of which Kyle, when Kyle Shanahan was offensive coordinator for both teams, so he knows Alex Mack's very good. That is a three-year deal worth $5.5 million. And he gets a familiar center who knows exactly what he needs to do in a Kyle Shanahan system. So there's just amazing continuity there that we're getting. We're not we're actually getting an upgrade in that position versus what we had the previous year. And then we also more recently signed. This is all offense, by the way. We also signed Trent Sherfield, who gets a one year deal. He was a special teams expert, but also has a wide receiver skill set that is along the lines of what we like to get uh, or what we like to utilize out of our wide receivers. So think, you know, versatile, versatile skill set along the lines of a Brandon Ayuk or a Debo Samuel. This is a guy that is, you know, will kind of be look can has the potential to be more uh, than just a special teamer. He can also be kind of a Swiss Army knife in the number three wide receiver spot or wherever. The he whatever position he competes for us, assuming that he's competing for the number three spot or the slot position, because we still have some openings there. Uh, Kenner Bourne is obviously gone, so that spot needs to be fulfilled. We don't know if Trent, uh, I forget his name, uh, Trent, the other, the short little guy, Trent Taylor, Trent Taylor, another Trent. We don't know if Trent Taylor's gonna what he's gonna look like this season, coming, you know, still rearing from that back injury the surgery that he had so we'll have to see how that pans out either way they're going to compete i'm excited to see what this guy can bring so let's talk about this kansas city comes in at the nth hour and makes a huge huge push for trent williams trent williams said post post the signing he actually thought in the morning he was going to sign with the chiefs he thought this was going to happen but then Kyle Shanahan swoops in. They have some sort of huge conversation. The 49ers outbid everyone and make Trent Williams the highest paid left tackle in NFL history. He arguably was probably the best left tackle last year. So it makes sense. We all know the importance of the O-line. I've said this a million times on the show. I would rather, I will draft a guard, a tackle, a center every year. I don't care. They are the most important cogs in the piece. And then we ta- we we cap that off with signing Alex Mack. Are you kidding me? The Atlanta Falcons center? So unofficial member of the Gold Cast, uh, Rudy Solis Jr., our father, he said several years ago when Alex Mack was up for free agency, he wanted the Niners to sign him then. He wanted to sign him up last time his contract was up. He wanted the Niners to sign Alex Mack then. The guy is a pure 
monster. This O-line, we had a lot of issues, right? We've had a lot of issues, especially last year. All of our all of our quarterbacks going down, and we had an O-line that could not protect any of them. And injuries, you know, it was a, it was a injury plague season regardless across the board. But at quarterback, that I've said this a million times. I don't want Jimmy G to even, when his grandmother goes in for a hug at Thanksgiving, I want Trent Williams there slapping her arms down. He is like the boy in the bubble. He's No one's going to touch him. No one can touch Jimmy G for as long as our quarterback. And I think they succeeded, Raymond. I really think they did. I cannot believe we got Alex Mack and Trent Williams. That oh, And then we got, we got McGlinchey on the other side. This has now become one of the best offensive lines in football. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I mean, I know that where it's just on paper right now, but without a doubt, you have two Pro Bowl players, one and in the two most important positions as it applies to our line, because our quarterback is right handed. The left side is his blind side. Therefore, the left tackle is the most important protector on his blind side. And we happen to have the best left tackle in all of football, which is why the Niners said, guess what? We're going to pay you quarterback money to keep you here. That's how much we value your position and your particular skill set as it applies to our team's success going forward, especially with a quarterback who can't stay healthy. And we solidified the center position, which was a mess last year. And we got a pro, a pro bowl center, I know he's, he's a few years removed from his last Pro Bowl, and he's a little bit on the older side, which is why he got a smaller deal. But the fact is, he still can play at a high level, and he's, and he's playing in a system that he knows all too well. So there's just a lot of comfort and familiarity here that I think he's just going to obviously flourish and fit like a glove and just make life really easy for everybody else left on the line. McGlinchey, especially the guard positions, he's just going to really help out in that position because we were... We were really, we struggled. The offensive line really struggled in the middle last year. The center and the guard positions struggled in particular. And having Alex Mack in there to help protect and give some some extra leverage to the guards, I think is going to be a huge leg up for them. So this is a huge signing. And then the Trent Sherford one, I think that's just a bonus, getting a, a guy. We need a, a guy who can who can potentially, you know, be a threat uh, on kick returns or maybe punt returns, however they decide to use them, and also be on the field to, you know, be involved in the, the play-by-play stuff. So that's a great bonus too. So just all around, just amazing stuff on the offensive side of the football. We got uh, juice back last week, so and now we solidified the line. The running game is going to be back to where it was in 2019 in my mind. Yeah, last thing before we jump over to the defensive side, Alex Mack did say, uh, after, you know, he was interviewed after signing with the Niners, and one of the things he said was that he loves to run. He loves run plays, and you're going to want to love run plays when you're signing with the 49ers. And there he is, Raymond's bump, dropping him right there. Alex Mac, congratulations. Welcome to the 49ers. Let's get this ring, baby. All right, Ray, let's move on. Uh, Let's go to the defensive side. What did we? Who did we sign? A couple big ones here too. Yeah, there's a couple big ones. Nothing that really splashes, you know. That nothing that's super sexy. Although they're all one year deals. 
DJ Jones is probably the most important one that we signed that actually came in before the Trent Williams deal got uh, announced. But DJ Jones, obviously one of our starters on the defensive line. This really kind of solidifies the starting rotation on the defensive line side of things. So now we have our Nick Bosa on one edge. We also have Samson Ibukam on the other edge, who's also obviously going to be starting sooner than D Ford, who may or may not show up this year. So this is a great uh, uh, insurance policy for his high probability of not being there. And then we also have inside Javon Kinlaw and, of course, DJ Jones. So this is huge, huge. We have our four horsemen in the lineup ready to go. Still no word on Kerry Hyder yet, which would be a nice signing if we were able to retain him based on what he did last season. We also solidified the secondary. Again, nothing too splashy here. Dante Johnson, who's been a serviceable backup at best. This is a, a leftover from the Trent Balky era. Uh, loved his measurements coming out of college, but never really was able to turn into anything great. In fact, he was a liability in uh, the last scheme, not so much this scheme. But uh, And then we also signed uh, Tavon Wilson, who is a veteran safety. He played, got drafted by New England and then played for Detroit. And then last year he was with the Colts, so now he's with us. Uh, important statistic for his career, not, not, he's not a former Pro Bowl or anything like that, but he's been serviceable. He's been solid. But most importantly, he's only missed two games in the last three seasons, which is great um, because we need that because we also signed Joukowsky Tart back. Uh, so all of these are one-year extension deals. Joukowsky Tart is back, who I love. Joukowsky Tart, again, one of the unfortunate you know, mottos for some of these players on this 49ers roster is good when healthy. Um, so Joukowsky Tart, it falls into that category. Unfortunately, he's good when he's healthy. In fact, he's only played 10 or more games once in his entire career since getting Yikes. drafted. And that was, uh, I think, uh, two years ago, he played 12 games. And uh, so that's that. That's where the Tavon Wilson signing comes into play. And, and, you know, which is great. But I think that um, I, I'm... I, I'm expecting to see Tavon Wilson a little bit more than, you know, he's going to compete for the job. Joukowsky Tart's going to compete for the job. We also brought Marcel Harris back, you know, so the safety is going to, the only position I think that is bona fide starter is going to be Jimmy Ward. I think outside of that, strong safety is really going to depend on who performs the best out of the remaining safeties in this group. Still no word on our nickelback, Kwan Williams, whether he's coming back. We know that he's getting interest from the Jets, and I think the Giants are interested in him. So we'll have to see. I think he's supposed to, he's scheduled to, or he's been rumored that he's been visit, he's going to visit with like Philadelphia or something like that, but nothing has been confirmed yet. We know that the Niners obviously also have interest in him too, and they have plenty of money left in the cap. Because remember, before, the sign before the signing of Jaquaski Tart and Javon and Tavon Wilson, the Niners were about 20 million under the cap. So considering these are one-year deals at probably like maybe two, two and a half million apiece, they're probably sitting or somewhere around 15, 16 million under the cap, which is plenty to sign both these players back and perhaps get a carry hider and uh, back in that in that uh, in that uh, get him back in addition to that. So there's plenty to get. Kerry Hyder and Kawan Williams back, who are the last two remaining players I'd like to see. But your thoughts on those signings? Big signings, shoring up the defense. You know, as you said, getting a little bit of insurance last week with obviously with uh, D Ford. 
um, with the uh, the Samson uh, Bukam, which we talked about uh, we talked about last week as well. I like these. The one I'm mostly concerned about is Kerry Hyder. Uh, we got. I, I want that guy back on our team. He was excellent last year, and we have we we haven't seen what he can do if we get D Ford and Nick Bosa on either side of him. I mean, the potential for what this guy can do is limitless. He was fantastic last year. Absolutely lights out on a on a defense that was very banged up and very injured throughout most of the year. He shined. You know, it was, it was like shades of Buckner. You know, I was very, very impressed with him, and I just hope we can re-sign him. If we don't, we don't, but I really hope that we do. Yeah, I would definitely say he's probably like a tier below Buckner, but certainly provided some pass. To, he was he led the league, led, led the league, led the team in sacks last season, so that was huge. And a team that really struggled and didn't have any of their quality starters outside of Javon Kinlaw, who's still developing, obviously, but. That was that's a big one that I think we can obviously do. Look, the other thing that people are forgetting about too, the Niners still can sign him. It's you know, there's obviously not a big heavy market for him. We know that the Jets are probably interested because we know Robert Salah is probably gonna want to retain some familiar players that he knows were successful in his system and bring them over, like a Kawan Williams and a Kerry Hyder. So don't be surprised if one of these guys ends up with the Jets this week, sometime this week. But I would still love for them to come back to the red and gold because that's where they're going to flourish the most versus going into a rebuilding system, which is what's happening over there in New York. At the same time, I think that um, the other the other caveat that people are forgetting is that the cap is going to get extended after next year. It's going to get extended by almost $40 million. So whatever they have now, tack on approximately $40 million, and there's going to be plenty of room for the Niners. Obviously, a big priority next season is going to be the uh, extension of Fred Warner, who obviously is going to be a huge resign, and we will have plenty of money to do him right when the time comes. So that'll be exciting for next season. But for now, he's still under contract. No word on whether that's getting restructured. I think they're probably saying, "Hey, be patient, dude. We're gonna get a lot of money next year, and once we do that, we're gonna be we're we're gonna pay you properly. And we'll even they can even structure it in a way that gives him money that he could have earned last year in incentives or just give him an extra bonus or something like that. There's ways you can do that where this year is not gonna be you know he's where he's not gonna be worried about wanting to get that deal done a year prior to to next season. So that's still gonna work out. <clears throat> yes. Now, last thing, and uh, I don't, we obviously don't want to go too much into detail, but we'd be remiss if we didn't mention something about it. I, I think you and I both believe, especially if you're watching, reading the tea leaves last week, that pretty good chance that somewhere in within – it would have been somewhere in this next week, we probably would have sent Jimmy G to New England and signed and traded for Deshaun Watson. It, you know, the, the rumors were it was possibly a Fred Warner. They wanted Fred Warner. And some draft picks. New England obviously had already kicked the tires asking about Jimmy G. And Watson very publicly stated that he wanted to be with the 49ers. And the 49ers are still interested. Obviously, uh, these uh, these 22 very serious allegations are um, the kind of thing that w- w- derails any opportunity for a trade like this. And uh, we're not going to comment on you know, on on who who's right, who's wrong? Because frankly, we know, we know nothing about this. We know we we have no involvement with any of these people. But I think it's probably safe to say that a Deshaun Watson trade this year is most likely. I think you could pretty much call it a wrap. It's probably not going to happen. And if it and I don't even think Deshaun Watson's playing football this year. It doesn't seem like it. And 
you know, uh, w- however things are being presented right now is a separate conversation and all just opinion based at this point. But I think that the uh, the main thing is that, you know, he's not going to play this year either w- depending on the outcome of these lawsuits and more importantly, what the NFL, how the NFL is going to react because the NFL doesn't necessarily do what's right. It does what's right in the eyes of PR. Um, and so they're going to do what's right, you know, to make sure that the NFL looks good in the face of what is so far mounting up to be a pretty egregious uh, set of accusations here. And, you know, for, for all the reports coming out there saying this team, this team, and this team are still interested, get the F out of here. No one is interested in Deshaun Watson right now. That is just a bona fide fact because everyone, they might be secretly interested, but no one's going to be making any moves anytime soon right now because whoever does get them, I mean, Deshaun Watson is just, you know, a couple of press conferences away from getting put on the commissioner's uh, exemplus, which means he is indefinitely not playing. So that that uh, that still remains to be seen. We haven't even heard from Deshaun Watson's uh, representative, his legal representatives yet, who are supposed to be releasing a press, some press release or press statement this week. I don't know. We don't know when, but sometime this week, presumably after they've done reviewing all of the information that's coming out. But it's, you know, it's hard to, you know, set your press release when new allegations keep getting added every other day. So we'll just have to see how it shakes up. But uh, not looking good so far. But I think uh, if he is somehow able to get out of this with, you know, just may i feel like there's no way he gets out of this without some kind of blemish on his record and some degree of suspension but either way he will he's still going to end up playing football i think at the end of it yeah i mean maybe i really don't know um i i definitely you know we both agree deshaun watson is Definitely not playing football this year. Uh, I think you can pretty much call that one a wrap um, because he's either going to he's probably he's probably not getting traded and he's going to sit out anyways. Uh, on top of the fact that he might even be suspended, so he's not playing football this year, which means going forward, Jimmy G's our guy. And uh, there's a lot on his shoulders right now. Uh, can he stay upright? Can he stay healthy? Can he get through another season? Because the the base level of Jimmy G is a Super Bowl. That's what he's capable of doing. He's capable of of taking this team and executing Kyle Shanahan's uh, executing Kyle Shanahan's vision and his playbook at the highest level of any quarterbacks thus far, you know, so no other, no other, no other quarterback in a 49ers Jersey has been able to do this. Uh, last thing. And then we're going to go. I think this pretty much guarantees the 49ers will probably draft the quarterback in, uh, in this next round for sure in this in the draft yeah the question is do they do it with their 12th pick overall do they trade to move up i don't see them moving up considering they've lost picks in this free agency with the fumbling of the philadelphia marquis goodwin trade they lost a pick there was also a mistake with another pick at one point it was believed they were going to have 11 now they just have nine so i'm not sure if they're going to be able to maneuver as well as they did unless they're able to trade someone to get acquire more picks now but even then it's probably going to be low picks like in the sixth or seventh round if they're to acquire any more picks between now and the draft so 
I think that uh, the 12th pick is probably going to go, I'm make. I'm going to say premature prediction, their first pick is probably going to go defense once again because they're just missing a few components and they're a little thin in the secondary right now. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they were to make a top pick in one of those positions. It's just not sure where they go. Do they go linebacker, edge, or cornerback? It's hard to say. Very hard to say. And of course, uh, draft is not very far. So we will definitely, of course, be going deeper and deeper into that as we get closer. But what say you, Goldcast Nation? What did you think about the re-signing of Trent Williams and then the acquisition of Alex Mack? Let us know in the comments. Go to youtube.com slash the Goldcast and let us know what you think. And we'll be back a little bit later in the week to continue our constant coverage of the barrier. And so concludes another edition of the gold cast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Cesar third. And with me is my brother, my co-host Raymond Salisa first, baby. Boom. We'll see you next time. Same gold cast time, same gold cast channel. This is, this is the gold cast.